Hey everybody, thanks for stopping by. I'm Eric Johnson, and this is the Burley Flow Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little about the brutality of kickball. But before we do, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. That way, if you like what you hear, you'll never have to miss another installment. And when we're done, take a minute and check out the website at burlyflow.com, where you'll find a bunch more stuff, including excerpts from my book and information about even more content over on my Patreon page. Oh, and just to be clear, thanks again for being here. Burley Flow opened its first kickball field a few months after I moved back, and it was a pretty big deal. Not like Governor flies in on his chopper big, more like speeches and brats big, but still. For around here, that qualifies. Though I didn't see him, I hear the village even hired a photographer, which might seem like a pretty good gauge of importance until you realize the photographer was Spencer Tupp. As a photographer, he makes a pretty good firing squad, Laddie Laughlin told me once. He's never met a wall he didn't like. And Laddie ought to know. As the owner and publisher of the Burley Flow Dispatch, the town's newspaper, he'd paid Spencer to line people up against the wall for almost ten years. Typically, that payment came in the form of Laddie's landing apparel. T-shirts, ball caps, sweatshirts, and windbreakers which worked out well for Spencer, who was a bachelor with questionable fashion sense, and not too bad for Laddie, who was able to advertise the fishing resort he also owned at every city event that required photos. Putting people in front of a wall is pretty much the first rule of photojournalism, and because it's such an easy one to learn, people, including so-called professionals like Spencer Tupp, tend to forget the second rule, which is to ignore the first rule. Of course, it doesn't help that a town like Burley Flow is full of walls. They're literally around every corner. At the Tuna, the alternative weekly newspaper I work for in Georgia, the wall was right outside the front door. And since no matter what our job titles were, all of us were considered photographers and none of us had time to learn more than one rule, everyone who was anyone in Altoona, Georgia, including an awful lot of nobodies, ended up in front of that wall. So I knew all about walls. What I didn't know about was kickball. According to league director Anita Bryant, and I'm sorry, but didn't anyone suggest she keep her maiden name, kickball was the fastest-growing sport in the nation. After the kickoff event, their term, not mine, there was some debate about the validity of that fact. Someone had heard pickleball enjoyed that honor, someone else bag toss but nobody could argue that the sport had quite a following in Burley Flow, where for years pickup games among parents had sprung up at soccer games and football practices and behind the bleachers during summer band camp. Though most have fond memories of playing kickball in school, and many say that no sound brings them more joy than the sound of a proper kickball being kicked, I myself have no such feelings. Like anything that requires athleticism or coordinated effort, I'm not very good at it, which means I tend to avoid it. 
which means I have little experience with it, which starts a chain reaction that ends with everyone, including teachers who are trained and paid to know better, laughing at me. Even among the last pick set, kickball was pretty popular in school, but not for me. Even before the incident, I despised it because it disguised the worst of the other sports by wrapping them in a benign, universally beloved package. For one thing, it was a team sport, which in itself made it a nightmare. Because for everyone like me, uncoordinated, clueless about the rules, indifferent about winning, there was at least one Bobby Owens, you know the guy I'm talking about, who was out to prove his mastery of anything athletic and his validation came from stomping people like me into the turf or field or court, literally, metaphorically, completely. For another, it was unpredictable. One moment you're safely loitering in the outer outfield, running through a speech you're going to have to give next period, and the next, thanks to the solid contact made by the other team's Bobby Owens, you're the only thing standing between winning and losing which, of course, doesn't mean anything to you, but from the sound of his yelling seems to mean a lot to your team's Bobby Owens. And if that wasn't enough, there was a whole dodgeball component, the fact that you could be picked off while running the bases, which is why someone like me, the slowest duck in the shooting gallery, doesn't have such fond memories of the kickball's hollow red ringing. I also had the distinction of being one of the only kids ever to strike out while playing kickball. Which brings us to the laughing. Because I didn't just strike out. I struck out memorably. And, of course, because fate has such a wicked sense of humor. In fact, I suspect fate was the first Bobby Owens. I came to the plate with everything hanging in the balance. Bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Game tied runner on third. It's probably pertinent to point out that the pitcher in this particular game was the gym teacher, an impartial third party there to help everybody look good. Also pertinent, though only to me, was the fact that the gym teacher was Miss Baxter, who didn't need any help to look good, though that heavy whistle around her neck certainly didn't hurt. Pulling through in the clutch was bound to impress her, right? In fact, with her rolling the ball, it would almost be a team effort. Therefore, I was eager to make contact with what Miss Baxter was offering, ultimately a little too eager. To the amusement of everyone but our Bobby Owens, who, as the runner on third, was undoubtedly entertaining victory scenarios of his own, I kicked too soon and missed. You've probably never seen anyone miss a kickball, so let me just point out that it's an ugly, ugly thing. It's okay, Miss Baxter said encouragingly. Just keep your eye on the ball. You know how some moments seem to unfold in slow motion? That was the next roll. I saw every rotation of the ball and heard every cheer. I had time to enjoy the pleasant sway of Miss Baxter's follow-through, to notice the gap in inner left field that a Bobby Owens type would probably be keen to exploit. I even had time to imagine that I might be able to exploit it too. I had time to do just about everything, it seemed, but remember to kick the ball. You're not making this easy, I heard Miss Baxter say under her breath as she waited for someone to track down the ball, since until now there'd never been any reason to play with a catcher. 
Come on now. Third time's the charm. This last roll came in as slow and deliberate and inevitable as my fate. Because, of course, I missed it. I'm me, after all. If I can't perform when the stakes are high, you know I'm not going to be able to pull it out when my ineptitude has lowered the bar to the point where a personal achievement, in this case making contact with a ball, qualifies as a victory. The thing is, I actually did make contact with a ball, just after I kicked and missed. I don't know how that happens either, but apparently this time I kicked so far out in front of the ball that when my kicking foot came back, it came down right on top of the ball, which sent me flying as if I just landed on a trampoline. It was such a sight that even our Bobby Owens couldn't blame me for stranding him at third. I think Miss Baxter is still laughing. So when, at the ribbon cutting for the Burley Flow kickball field, Anita Bryan brought out a box of kickballs and gave those in attendance a chance to relive their youth by making one of those red balls ring, I politely declined. Because I don't need to revisit my youth to know how that ends. And although by now life has taken my last shred of dignity and I could easily handle the embarrassment, I'm not sure my body would be up for the fall. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for stopping by, and when you get a chance, don't forget to check out the website at burlyflow.com. There's some cool stuff there I think you'll like. Thanks again. We'll catch you later. <laughs>